Hey, hey everybody. everybody! I'm Cameron. I'm Zach. I know everything. I don't. Well, you know two seasons of something. Uh, that's, not that's nothing. Debatable. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome everybody to Watching You Watch podcast. Hello again. Game of Thrones edition. Yep. Um. So here we are again, um, with a recap of season two oh, of game of thrones we be... did one of these Ooh. last time around for season one yeah uh after zach finished that and we were ready to start season two now zach is ready to start season three guys season oh, three my gosh and i realized that i i like wrote notes for season one i was so ready for that season two recap is going to be interesting yeah i i honestly can't wait because season two is a is a season of some interesting things happen. I will say that. A lot that. of people. A lot of people. A lot, um, of a lot of things. So without further ado, Zach, try your best to give us yeah. just a brief summary, maybe, maybe, maybe by character. Maybe I'm, I'm going to have to do it by character because if I try and do it by time, it, yeah, it'll be even there's worse. No way. Okay. So okay. yeah. So let's Zach. start for my highlight characters, people that I know that I'll remember pretty okay. well. Okay. So let's go to someone who's a little more central in the plot let's start with so Tyrion. Tyrion becomes the hand in the beginning of season two he does which yes. is a game changer and immediately he sets off to do things like he just figures out who is the weasel in the council and the weasel is uh, old man meister make i'm pretending to be old but i'm really spry and hire prostitutes yes uh, meister pycelle for those of you who don't know or speak zach <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and the but in the process he takes off cersei so there becomes this huge like thing between him and her and also there's his stuff with Fren fancy french foreign lady shay and basically um it culminates in um them being like oh crap we're going to be attacked by stannis this is bad this is real bad so he like gets like this alchemist fire and like makes the best plans he can and cersei's still just ticked at everything and like bonds with sansa along the way in the weirdest of ways yeah drunken bonding it's the only while way she there's can. a siege going on yeah and while sansa's on her period and yeah that was a scary moment in the series yes but basically joffrey does stupid thing Tyrion covers for him he's a decent hand even like uh the spider-man yeah varus <laughs> yes <laughs> keeps is like wow you're good at this and like yeah i like it but uh the battle goes okay they use the alchemist fire to great effect they hold out long enough for um daddy lannister to come and save the day yep with some support yeah from you know the knight of flowers and margarine <laughs> from the tyrells yeah um but he gets his face all effed up but moral of the story is he and shay are still alive and he's yes. like in his feelings because he's now back to the basically like glorified fool he was before yeah because his daddy's there so he gets to run the thing because he was only working in daddy's absence that's true let's let's also throw in there too we get to see Bronn as oh my captain gosh. of the guard yeah of all which things. yeah that's an interesting thing that's what happens for him and he i don't know we get to see him more as a character and i enjoyed that a, a lot yeah Bronn, um, Bronn he, and Tyrion are yeah great. it's funny because they both are very like like Tyrion's very intelligent but they're like on the same level wits wise which yeah, is phenomenal because yeah. he can like go toe to toe with they them. have such great wordplay with each other yeah and he lived so i yes thumbs up all the way although him and the hound almost like went toe to toe and i was like i that that battle could go either way yep okay so that's Tyrion. What okay else? speaking we'll go to other like minor like the highlights of other uh people in there 
basically Cersei's big thing is she was ticked at Tyrion because he sent away her daughter to be safe for the war, Mm -hmm. basically. And her honestly biggest thing is that she sort of like bonds with Sansa and talks about, you know, it's like sometimes it sucks being put into these arranged marriages, but you know, you you get on with it. And look, I'm wearing an outfit that makes me look like Madonna. Um, that's like literally about her biggest contribution. She did about all the same things she normally does. Oh, but she was also sleeping with, um, Lancel. Yeah. That, that <laughs> her, her, uh, her cousin, cousin, yep. cause you know, cause Jamie's because not Jamie's there. away. Cause the, the Starks war is going on. Yep. Yeah. Took him during the war. Um, let's see. Sansa, her big thing is she, is she really now you can tell she doesn't like, uh, Joffrey and she's doing her best to survive and Shay becomes her handmaiden which is super important because there's someone who's definitely in her camp as well as the hound saves her from almost getting raped in a riot that Joffrey caught which is big so she's like pulled some connections from the hound and like Shay so it's just kind of interesting yeah. and even from Cersei so that's how she's she's doing she's okay. coping she's yeah she's doing all right um and Joffrey um, basically just continues to get worse and worse as a king. He starts actually beating the prostitutes and making them like kill each other. And yeah, it's he awful. just becomes more and more deranged. And he's he's literally the worst. He's just the worst that he doesn't need anymore. He doesn't get any more screen time from me. <laughs> um, let's see. That's about all the interesting things I can see happening in there. Cause I mean like Varys popped up, Pycelle popped up. Um, and Littlefinger was running around making deals, which is part of the reason why the Tyrells came in the end, which yes. was a very long con thing. I kind of just forgot about him because he yeah. wasn't chasing But then Catelyn. the Tyrells show up at the end, and then it's like, oh, okay, you know? Yeah. Okay, but speaking of good old Catelyn, um, her thing was basically to just, as per usual, she was just liaison between different groups. In the beginning of season two, she had gone, and she was uh, just trying to make nice to uh, camp... Do you oh. remember? Do you oh, remember? Gosh. He got killed by a shadow demon baby. Yeah, he uh, did. And he was the friend. He was the close boyfriend of <laughs> the boyfriend. Night of the Flower. Yes, uh, Sir Renly. Sir Renly. Oh. Renly. God Renly Baratheon. And the best thing that came from Renly was Brie freaking Anne. Yeah, we met Brienne of Tarth, and she's awesome. And she is a hulking wonder of a woman. She is a hulking wonder of a woman. Um... And the moral, what happens is this, is that basically Catelyn picks up Brienne as a knight, and uh, the big thing that comes out of this is then, uh, for some God knows why reason, Catelyn, in a lapse of judgment, listens to Jamie and basically frees him to think that she can bargain for her two daughters, which... Uh, news alert, <laughs> they don't have both daughters. Arya's still off doing her thing. Yep. And that's kind of where their stuff goes. She's also just very disappointed in um, Rob Stark for falling in love with Talisa. Talisa, my the gear. nurse. Yeah, the nurse. Hello, Hello nurse. nurse. Yep. <laughs> and for that's literally his thing. Like for a moment in the series, there's actually like a touching romance, and I'm like, something awful is gonna happen, and I hate it. <laughs> um, yeah. That's literally all I have to say about Rob. Other than he's winning the war and you know growing as a character in war ways yes and we leave we leave all that with brianne taking uh jamie, jamie on the road yes and you know that's just gonna be full it's of wacky just, hijinks oh, yeah just the most <laughs> gosh um let's see what else can i talk about in that camp i guess we'll skip to Arya because she was taken captive by the 
oh my goodness, Lannisters. And yeah, but they didn't know who she was. Yeah, but she's kept it mostly on the down low. But like, she manages to the point to... where she was Tywin's cupbearer. Exactly. And yeah, didn't, she didn't even know. Yeah, she went right in with Tywin because she showed that she wasn't dumb. Yes, <laughs> and he liked that. Yes, um, and they but have she all also sorts has a deal with um, Jackin the. The faceless man, of, man. Yeah, yeah the man of lots of all that kind of stuff <laughs> and she like has three kills on him and she rapidly goes through them and can't get the last one on tywin which she was hoping for but you know stalling because he was an interesting character and i don't know she was just like playing with fire that whole time so thank goodness he went off to fight a war somewhere else yeah but she uses her last one to tell him to murder himself he's like uh, please don't make one do this yes and then she's like well fine then i'll name you if you help me get out of here and he's like and then they basically do that and she's like oh my god she's a cool assassin man i want to be a cool assassin and but then she's like you know no actually i want to be with my friends and maybe find my yeah. family it's like she wants to but then she like realizes and it's actually kind of like a huge bit of character development because Arya, as we've known her up to this point would have totally just jumped on that but she sat there for a second it's like no people need me yeah. for reasons and it's like ah cool and then he gives her a coin and it's like here you go like if you ever want to cash this in later we'll be you'll find on me that and one. it's like how and he's like gone she's like my god he's a ninja yes <laughs> um but that's pretty much her arc oh also she uh saves um hot pot and the uh one of rob's bastards yeah robert's bastard so it's hot pie now oh, whatever hot pie not hot pot because i'm just thinking of like javanese culinary cuisine ew anyway uh so anyway there, there's hot pie and then there's gendry um the armorer the yeah. the bastard that ned found in season one Who's so, still alive, which is surprising, because most like alive. characters like that that get their backstories fully fleshed out die. Yep. So so we still have Gendry, and we still have Hot Pie, and we have Arya, and they're okay. still lying around. And also, we can do Jon Snow in five seconds. Basically, he finally gets his wish to go beyond the wall. He gets told to not be a noob, and he's a noob immediately, because he meets Egret, and yes. she just strings him along to the point where the wildlings find the rest of his group after he's strayed away from them, and... Uh, he kills the other, like, basically his commanding officer, basically as a ploy to be able to get into Wildling Clamp yeah, and, and being, survive. Yeah, and being told to be kind of like an infiltrator, kind of. Yeah, it's like, basically, he's being told to be a double agent and find about, like, uh, whatever, rants, race... Um, Mance Raider. Yeah, and the Wildlings, the best metal man in the whole North. <laughs> we um, also, we'll, you also skipped over, too, though, the importance of uh, Craster's Keep, and there's some oh, weird yeah, there, baby some sacrifice weird stuff, going on yeah, there. Yeah, baby sacrifice. Redaughtering. And like, yeah, oh, please, no more redaughtering. Uh, <laughs> it's just so gross, and Sam tries to save someone. It's like, you're you're a good boy, but you need to get out of there. Yeah, Sam takes a liking to you. one of the girls, and you just are like, nope, nope, this is bad stuff written all over this. Yeah, the, and everyone's like, don't, Sam. He's like, what? I want to and it's like no okay <laughs> and uh the thing well that's the end of his arc and basically uh sam's arc ends with mother effing everywhere the, white, the, walkers. white walkers yep. just yep. everywhere white walkers everywhere it goes from shoveling poop to just all the white walkers yep yep <laughs> went from zero to an entire mob and left for dead <laughs> that's yeah yep and the tank music is playing and the ta- yeah like the tank music is playing as the, <laughs> the credits roll yeah. <laughs> and Sam was like, oh no. And then he heard crying and he's like, this is only getting worse. Yes, it is only getting worse. <laughs> but anywho. Um, so who else would you like to recap? Let's see. Uh, Daenerys is very important. Daenerys is very important. Because she uh, is keeping her little like 
USA freedom people and going across the desert and like everyone's like we're gonna die and she's like no we're not and she's like oh my god we actually might and George's like chill and <laughs> basically <laughs> and then they get to a city of Karth yep they and, find Karth and things get immediately and then, interesting there uh, do you want your birthday present early what's my birthday present dexterous couscous allows her into Yay! the city <laughs> And um, the uh, the rest of the council's like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so she gets in there and is like doing all these things. Like, I need chips to get across the sea to f everything up. And he's like, but are you a good investor? He's like, I have dragons. And he's like, that's nice. And then the midget is like, we have dragons. He's like, wait, how do you? Aha! Poof! We have your dragons. I caught maybe like ten words in that whole thing that you just said. So <laughs> yes, what Zach said. <laughs> so basically, what it comes down to is that. Um, this was a huge power play by um, Zora Zohanduxis to Zara Zohanduxis. Zora the Zohanduxis okay. uh, to try and. See, isn't Dexter's couscous easier? You get one. Okay. <laughs> to try and uh, take over the council, which he he literally gets the magic people to shadow clone Jutsu kill everybody. Which is a shame, but um, and Jorah sort of like pulls the. I told you, shows me. He's like, I need my dragon. He's like, oh, of course you do. So he sighs and they run after her dragons, and she gets them after having some like weird trippy scenes where she sees, all oh, her hubs, her yeah, hubbies, sees, and her unborn sees child, her unborn baby, and Drogo. But then she also sees like the throne and like and, the red keep yeah. in ruins, and that's kind of interesting. Another thing, it's like all the things she wants, but she has to choose to go for her dragons, and then she's like, hey, dragons, use flamethrower, and they're like. Yeah. Of course, she gets her epic Dracaris and then flames everywhere. Everywhere, yes. And the magicians are like, oh no, we can't resist fire damage. Yeah, they die. We done goofed. Yeah, it's like, this is not a great way to recruit new members. (laughs) Um, But. That's pretty much the Daenerys arc, and then she just oh the best reveal is that when they figure out that the the now king of Karth uh, has no money, he's just been bluffing everyone to the point where yes. he's gotten where he is, and he has this big empty vault, and then they just proceed to Dothraki everything and loot everything for yes. its value after locking him and his mistress in, which was her other handmaid, which her cool handmaid got murdered. Yeah, it's sad. which was awful. It's very sad because everything's awful. Yeah. Um, but. Oh, trying to think. Oh, other important. Basically, up in Starkland, you have a drugged out Frodo Baggins and Bran Flakes and Hodor, and they're all like, "Oh, it's a great time to be in the North. We're just having a great time." And oh, hey, look who's back! Yep, it's Theon. <laughs> and then he's like, "This keep ours belonged to me," and it's like, "Why? Because I said so." Oh, okay. Yeah, so Theon goes full weeaboo Greyjoy on. Yeah, them. he goes a hundred percent. He he, you never go full Greyjoy, and he did. <laughs> And they're all like, okay, his father's like, oh, well, first he feels up his sister, and then she's like, haha, I'm better than you. He's like, I am awkward in all the ways that I could possibly be. What about my homecoming? And your dad's like, you've literally done nothing. But it's like, but you left me. He's like, eh. Yeah. In a nutshell. <laughs> and, and then he gets he, Winterfell. He and gets, takes Winterfell. It's like, rather than just raiding the coastal villages like his father said, it's like, let's go for all the glory. And his second command's like, yeah, sure, sounds rad. <laughs> yep, basically. And he kills Neckbeard the awesome yeah and just like pretty much does everything wrong and he's like we're going to like fight to the death and they're gonna remember this fight in the history books donk in the back of the hands guys like wow he, he that was a pretty good speech but we're gonna just sell him out after i basically got him in this position by yes. goading him bottom and, line and Brand- also maester of the north yeah guys. maester lewin i forgot about maester <sighs> lewin yeah sad but the bottom line is 
like Bran and Rickon are okay, but everybody thinks they're dead because because they've been hiding literally in the keep, which yes. was ingenious. and Theon, Theon burned these bodies to make everyone think think that it was them, but yeah, it wasn't it was because it he wasn't. screwed up and he was just trying yeah. to cover his butt as per usual. No idea what's happening to him. Oh, but it is important to note. I think I sort of mentioned, but that the Lannisters did win and Stannis it, like had to retreat in the battle of the. I don't know what they even call it. Uh, the the Battle of Blackwater. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Blackwater Bay. So, because that's, like, pretty much where things ended, and it was, like, one of those things, like, yay, I'm cheering, yay, and, like, wait, I'm cheering for the Lannisters. This is awful. Yeah, I, I know, hate everything. Um, yeah, and I'm really kind of sad that my prediction about the Fire Priestess, which, like, effing up Tyrion's plan didn't come true, because he chose to leave her back on behalf of his because second-hand man's knuckle bones. Said, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> Um, okay, well, this would be the point normally in an episode where I would ask certain questions, but really, I only have, I really only have one question, Zach, um, out of all of season two, before we get into our normal (laughs) recap stuff, um, is who do you think made, like, the biggest gain this season, and who do you think made the biggest mistake? Hmm, okay, the biggest gain gain overall i and i can tell you okay let me first start with my loss because i feel as if zorzo and duxus made the biggest loss and made the biggest stupid because trying to like win over daenerys with like dragons and stuff he literally went from like he could have just settled for being king of karth yes (laughs) and yet he still had to try to get daenerys and he should have just known to back off and make the smart business decision to not mess with the ladies' dragons. <laughs> but he did. And he did, and he lost literally everything. And now I'm worried about, like, actually, like, Karth as a city, because it has literally no ruling structure anymore. Not it's anymore. gone. They're all gone. <laughs> and also the Dothraki, who says they're just going to raid that one <laughs> that yes. one house? So... So much gold to raid. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's... That was probably the biggest... The thing with it is because it's the greatest fall because he went from having literally everything to being in his empty vault. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd agree. Uh, let's see. So who made the biggest gain then this season? I honestly want to go with Arya because okay. once again, it's it's uh, who like got the best thing and it was she started in captivity and now she is objectively free. That's true. And in the best possible situation because if Tywin was there, it wouldn't have worked out. He would have found her. He would have been onto True. things. But since he was out and away, a few slaves running away, he will probably not chase her as hard. So she's doing about the best. Nice. Not great, but once again, we didn't leave many people on a good note because even though I was very torn between Tyrion or her, because even though he's in a better overall situation, he just got knocked down a bunch of pegs. He did. But Arya, you know, she's got a nice shiny coin that has some promises attached to it, and she's yeah. free. Yeah, and know? she has, like, good traveling companions, like solid ones. I know Hot Pie's kind of a joke, but, you know, yeah, hot the blacksmith pie. is... We like good. Hot Pie, but though. Like, oh, he's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna die because we like him. Oh, boy. Okay, so... Again, this would be the part of the of the podcast where I would normally go through our weekly wrap up questions, but let's do a kind of a shift season. on those, and we're going to do like a season wrap up. Okay. So that's every fair. week, Zach, I ask you about your uh, your Stark of the week, and usually the answer is Arya, <laughs> but maybe that's not true for the whole season. So who is the Stark of the season? Oh no, <laughs> that's tough. Uh 
poop because I honestly am mad at Rob for falling in love because I know that's not gonna so I can't even give it to him even though he played very well so I'm trying to I'm struggling with ways to give it to someone who's not Arya (laughs) if you want to give it to Arya that's fine I really honestly do everyone else did well but no one did quite well on the level that she did yeah that's true she does she does play the whole situation with tywin very well and she's never discovered the whole time there yeah even though it got close and even though there's inklings like she still did okay and i mean everyone else had a lot of things they tried to do and like it's something they tried to pull but it became very obvious what their intentions were at the end Mm -hmm. like everyone knows that sansa doesn't love joffrey anymore and now she's actually in a bit of a pickle just because she's like the best she can hope for is to unfortunately like be one of his concubines and still be in his because if she's still just a stark hostage Yep. Just Stark hostage. Things are gonna change yeah, no, a lot. For no her. one really wants her, so yeah, that's not good. Not good. Um, and yet she's still choosing to stay there, right. which is ugh. And Rob done goofed. Uh, good old other creepy man at the the bridge is going to oh just the Frey things. Yeah, yeah. Walder it's Frey. It's not gonna be good. It's there's just a not a lot of things that are gonna be good for that. <laughs> um, and I mean, Jon Snow is in the middle of Wildling Camp. I still count him in Stark Camp, but it's not exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, I, the thing that it is, is Bran and Rickon did very well, but not quite as well as Arya. Like, they're honestly my second, just because in the small amount of screen time they had, they did well with the situations That's they were true. given due yeah. to the people they had with them. Because yep. Hodor and Osha are a freaking yeah. force. They're a dream team. <laughs> yeah, dream team. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to then the, the crown then. Um, we usually give this out every episode for the person who plays the game the best in that episode. And but over the season, yeah. Usually you give this to Tyrion because he's just so boss at playing the game. Um, who, no, who you gets know it what? This season, though? You know what? And it's funny because it's not something that was done immediately. I think I'm going to honestly give it to Marjorie because really? she went from having no standing and losing her like way to the king to literally, you know, getting to marry Joffrey, which is as close to a truly literal crown you can get. Yeah, that's kind of funny that you gave her it for the the whole season because she literally is only in like maybe like two or three scenes in two episodes. And that's the funny part because she's the only one I feel like I truly can give it to because she made one play and she's literally going to be the queen. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't get better than that. I mean, yes, Tyrion did have some pretty boss moves, but at the end of the day, like, you but know. But yeah, once again, and I'm like, my second would have been um, Dexter's Couscous because he went from everything but the problem is at the end he he's dead in his he own wanted, he wanted to grab more than he he should have is yeah. the problem yeah so they up go. more than he could chew but yeah honestly marjorie yep okay well um we've been dropping this question somewhat a little bit over the course of the season but we used to talk about best death worst worst death uh, do you have one throughout the whole season that you can remember that sticks out to you like worst death was seeing neckbeard die that's oh, that was you're right the worst um Awful. and best death has to go to i don't even remember his name he was the person that was traveling with aria until she got captured oh, did that happen um, in season two or season one no that, no, that was in season two and i that thought was, it was season that was two yeah but i don't know he just went out on his own terms and he went out like such a boss i think those are perfect choices <laughs> like it was it was memorable because he was just like yeah if you guys and <laughs> He had like three arrows in him, mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah. I mean, it was obviously heartbreaking, but he still was. I don't know. He just he went out on his terms, and you could kind of tell. Yeah, because he didn't go in that fight plan to kill everyone and like survive. He went in there like, just like I'm gonna take as, as many people as with me. I'm gonna kill all these Lannister fools. Yeah, exactly. And he did a pretty darn good job. He did. 
Okay. Um, well, this season ends with like a lot of changes and a lot of interesting things happening. A lot of people have very clearly stated this is what they want to do now that all the pieces have sort of moved into place. So at the end of the season, whose plan do you think is the best moving forward into season three? And whose plan do you think is the worst? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, and that's funny because I don't think I can give Marjorie best plan <laughs> because you <laughs> think not sticking a great with the Lannisters is a bad idea, or sticking uh, with Joffrey. Oh uh, yeah, there's that. There's both. Okay. I don't know. I don't think Lannisters are a poor choice where things are in the world. I just am not sure overall. Um, but let's see. Uh worst plan, best plan, and worst plan. This is this is tough, especially. Oh well, I guess we. I still have to give worst plan to someone who's alive and has to be Theon because he is in literally the worst position That's he true. could be due to all of his choices throughout the season. He just continued to make just terrible, awful, dumb choices. Yeah. So Theon. Okay. Is worst. What about best? What about though. best? Oh, that's tough. That's really best plan because the thing is i definitely can't give it to Arya because she didn't really have a plan yeah some <laughs> oh, so a lot of things there. are resolved you know the only things yeah. that are really unresolved are like rob in the war and yeah like, and like that involves and he's obviously involves. made a poor plan <laughs> um love is a poor plan in this scenario you still have like daenerys and her plan to you know get her ships um, and cross the sea and I, you the know what's throne. funny i think i honestly wanted to give it to her because hers is in the best position because she just has all the resources she could possibly need and there's no one to say no <laughs> <laughs> so daenerys that is that what i'm hearing i i honestly think it's going to be daenerys Perfect. not because there's a truly large body of reason behind it but just because at just this point daenerys. Is the best and also just because daenerys why not yeah just yeah daenerys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good default that's a good default it yeah, is just because dragons dragons yeah um okay um well zach there's a lot of nice reversals of fate a lot of interesting things that come and pop in here but Season two is a is a season I think about further establishing where people are gonna be, um, and also seeing how things begin to play out. And that doesn't always play out well for people. No, um, you know no, we went no. into the Blackwater with a lot of expectations about how that was gonna go, and then it ended very differently. Oh, yeah. Um, so with all this in mind, Zach, how hopeful are you moving into season three with White Walkers coming and all this stuff? I'm at like a th- three and a half i'm is that a new record low i feel I'm, like it is no it's close uh it's i'm just very apprehensive about literally everything <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's where i'm at because the thing with it is is there's a lot of good things that i feel like can be toppled and there's a lot of things that are like eh, that could get worse mm-hmm. well Zach, we are we're season three is imminently upon us, and it's gonna be interesting for you to watch. And if you have been following along with us, um, and have been paying attention to Zach's journey through it, I'm sure you're gonna want to tune in and hear what's ahead. You know about the the twists and turns that are to come, and trust me, every season of Game of Thrones is filled with them. So, yeah. um, so if you have been enjoying Zach's, um agonizing journey through this just uh, just as much as i've been make sure you you tune in when we start up with season three yes if you've got any good uh leading questions to ask um make sure to send them our way mm-hmm. um also make me flashcards of characters so i remember them yeah we might need to start doing that because there's a lot <laughs> we're gonna do the thing where karen puts up somebody's face <laughs> and be like who's this uh 
failed. You failed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty much going to be like 15 minutes of that until I just am in a ball crying. <laughs> um, so there's that. And um, so, yeah, if you have our, have any questions that you would like to send our way, please do that. Um, mm-hmm. You can connect with us on our YouTube channel. Maybe you're watching this podcast in its video form there. Um, or you can connect with us on Twitter or Tumblr. So send them our way here. Yeah. Um, Though I've been very careful to not look at our Tumblr since season six has ended recently. Yeah. And so the spoilers are everywhere. We, I can't even internet. I, I've told Zach no internet. We're, we're recording this <laughs> around the time that season six has just ended. And if you are up to date, holy crap. And that's all I can say. Um, so I, I, as much as I would love to talk about it, Zach, you've, you've got time. So we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get there. Yeah. No spoilers. So, so no spoilers. Although I will say that I went to New York city recently and there was like, I was just like looking at these like, uh, TV walls. Like, Oh, that's nice. It's a thing for like T-Mobile or something. And then it like was flashing like TV shows and like Game of Thrones shows. And I see like full form dragons flying. I was like, no, no. And I started like looking down at the ground and sprinting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they just assume that if you're in a major metropolitan, you watch Game of Thrones. I mean, that's a logical assumption, right? Fair. <laughs> so anyway, well, Zach, as always, it's been fun watching you watch. I can't wait to watch uh, season three with oh, here you. We go, here we go. Here any, we go. Any predictions? Uh, as, we, as we finish out here that for, that you have for season three i don't okay thing one i think daenerys's journey across the sea is going to take her not where she wants to be i don't think she's going to be across the sea for a while okay at least to where she would want i don't know there's going to be something weird that happens there for sure also i don't know there's i i'm interested to see if the white walker pro is going to be held off by the night's watch i am kind of worried about like world implications and the sad thing is is even if they get past the wall i don't think the world's going to react until it starts to affect everyone because it's only going to be affecting the north at first so mm-hmm. unfortunately i feel like it may become a north problem and lash just be like oh cool they retreated and we'll just kill a few of them on, while they're heading back you know mm-hmm. just sort of like oh those are our meat shields and then the white the walkers whatever. are a major problem yeah I don't know. I, I hope we get... I don't know. I'm actually kind of terrified to say we get more magic. I'm not sure what's going to happen with most anybody else. Those are only my big things. I've only been thinking about like the world as a whole. I don't even want to begin to speculate about person-to-person <laughs> basis. That just stresses me out. Yeah, well, you'll find out soon enough as we start Season 3. So we hope to see you when we uh, get back into this with uh, Episode 1 of Season 3. So make sure to check back for that. All right, we'll see you. May the dragons be with you. See you later.